Hi, I'm Jimmy. And I'm Kennedy Carman. Hurry up and save at the all-new R-Town Ford. Your new choice in Randallstown. There's hundreds of new Fords with total savings to up to $12,000. Or choose 0% financing up to 72 months. It's my town. It's your town. It's R-Town Ford. Okay, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. This is the Latanya Moore Morning Show. So we are getting set up here. I'm just trying to make sure we have okay. it. Okay, good morning, good Everything morning, the good way morning. that we need it. Can everybody hear us okay? We need some feedback. Like, share. All right, let me make sure I have this. So good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Uh, I am here this morning, I'm so excited because I have Mr. Mike Sheila, who is the LinkedIn guru. And I've had Mike actually on my show before um, when we were doing the podcast. And the awesome thing about uh, actually having Mike is that he was really an absolutely phenomenal guest. And so now that we have moved to a video platform, Mike has graciously agreed to come back and really pick up our, our conversation, uh, our, our conversation that we had last time. And so as you guys know, we're going to be talking about how to use LinkedIn to build a successful brand. And so you guys know, I've been talking about protecting your brand and growing your brand and being strategic. And so we make sure that we have the best and the brightest that are coming to share with you all of the ways that you can do that. Mike, welcome. Welcome to the LaTanya Moore Morning Show. Thank you, LaTanya. Glad to be on the show today. So how's everything going um, over there? I, again, you are doing a lot of great things with, with LinkedIn. And so I want to make sure that uh, all of our listeners know like all the great things that you're doing. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate can that. Can you hear me, Mike? I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I cannot hear you. Well, that's strange. I did. I did. I promise. I didn't touch anything on my end. Hello. Try now. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I can hear you now I right. can hear you now. Okay. So we had to. Uh, let me reshare. Okay. Because for whatever reason, when I, when I went live on Facebook, it, it stopped. So that didn't happen yesterday. So we're going to try this again. Okay. All right. It says we're streaming live. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Awesome. 
<laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, awesome. Okay. So, listen, guys, we had some technical difficulties, but you know how it is. You know how it works. We make sure that, that we fix it, uh, and that's what we're doing. So, um, I actually have uh, Mike Sheila, like we talked about. Um, I have Mike Sheila here, and he is going to uh, share some LinkedIn strategies. Um, he was a fabulous guest on my Real Perspectives podcast roughly about a year ago, one of my highest rated shows. So again, really, really, really excited about having Mike here. Today, we're going to talk about how to use LinkedIn to build your successful brand. Welcome, Mike. Really Hello. Thank you for having me on. Having Mike here. Awesome, Today, awesome, awesome. So Last time, you were telling us about building our brand using LinkedIn. Thank you for having me on. So what I'd like for you to talk about now, I know you have something called the ABCs of LinkedIn. Share that with our, with our viewers. Yep. The idea of the ABCs of LinkedIn came from two thought processes. First, I was asked to speak at the Baltimore Business Journal on social media last fall. And they always want me to have a prepared presentation. I'm much more comfortable talking from the hip than actually going from a pitch deck. But that was something that they wanted. And I thought about it. I said, well, how do I craft this? And when we talk about wrapping LinkedIn around sales, I thought about the famous scene with Alec Baldwin in the movie Glengarry Glen Ross. And if you haven't seen it, it's an Academy Award quality presentation that he does where he is the sales director for a very unscrupulous company that sells fake real estate. And in that presentation, he's banging on a chalkboard going, always be closing. Coffee is for closers. And I thought about that. I'm like, that is about the worst thing that happened to the sales professional world in the history of sales. And I said, how do I take that negative ABC and turn it into something positive? So I came up with the ABCs of LinkedIn. And the very first one is always be connecting. And people seem to struggle with that. I, I have people in my audience all the time say, well, well where do I connect? And I, I say to the audience, you look to your left, look to your right. If you don't know those people, connect with them. And you go to a networking event and you meet 15, 20 people and you collect their cards, you shake hands. The first thing I do is I reach out to them on LinkedIn and I say, hey, it was great meeting you at the networking event. I hope we have the opportunity to work together this year. And then I have particularly a lot of college students will say to me, well, I don't really know anybody. You know, I have my circle of friends at school and I say, okay, let me ask you a question. How many friends do you have on Facebook? <laughs> we'll say 2,000, 3,000. Okay. How many of those people do you think you actually know? About half of them. All right. That's where you start. You can quickly build your LinkedIn profile that way. And then people will say, well, Mike, if I'm already friends with them on Facebook, why do I want to connect with them on LinkedIn? Because the connection is valuable, but what's more valuable is the people that they know that you don't know 
and the people that you know that they don't know, the second degree connection. I meet a lot of what I'll call Uber connectors. So I have a friend named Glenn who is in Laurel, Maryland. And like me, he's got thousands of LinkedIn connections. Here's the interesting part though. We only have, and I say only, we only have 250 mutual connections, which means if I have 4,000 connections and Glenn has 4,000 connections, that means there's 3,750 people I can introduce him to and he has 3,750 people that he can introduce me to. And that's the essence of why LinkedIn is so valuable. So that's the first ABC is always be connecting. So, so Mike, let me, let me ask you something about that because you have, just in that, you have given us so many things that, that's vital because what I've noticed is that oftentimes people, they will go to networking events they even when they do talk to people and i'm saying that because i i've done this in the past um they get cards and they and they never reconnect they never reach out uh and then they have a big stack of cards and the sad part is but then they have no idea where they where they even met these folks and so i know one thing that that i've always that i always tell my clients who do decide that they are going to utilize networking like you said is that write the name on the back of the card so that even if you do reach out to them, let's say through LinkedIn, you can say, hey, we met at such and such. Um, I'd love to stay connected with you. So now you've made that, that warm connection. Are those the type of things that you share with, with your group um, and your clients when you are teaching them about this first ABC? Yeah, that, 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 that is the core of it. And certainly, I'd like to say that my memory is good enough that I don't have to write down that I met them at the Biz Expo or that I met them at the NRG event or what have you. But if you meet a lot of people and you don't, that, that's the key really is to do it on a daily basis. Is you go to an event today, tonight, send that connection. Because the other value there is, let's say you and I met at a networking event today. And I wait a week to send you a connection request on LinkedIn. Well, as charming and as dynamic as I am, maybe you just don't remember me because you met 200 other people in the week. But if I send it that night, I say, hey, Latani, it was so great meeting you at the event today. That sticks out in your head. And you just referenced the next ABC, which is always be cultivating. And that is, You've got this big pile of people. What do you do with them? And I tell people that really effective networking is gardening. It's cultivating. So you make the connection, you shake the hand, you get the card at that first event. You've planted the seed. Now you need to give that seed water. You need to give it sunshine. You need to give it fertile soil. You cultivate. And the way that you cultivate with LinkedIn is by paying attention to your notification button. In the top right-hand corner of the screen, and if you're on the LinkedIn app, it's the little bell also in the right-hand corner, although it's the bottom right-hand corner on the app. And that tells you your daily to-do list, your daily cultivations. It's going to tell you who has a birthday, who has a job anniversary, who just got a new job. 
if they published a blog on LinkedIn. Those are all different ways that you can cultivate with people that you can just without asking them to buy something from you say, Hey, I noticed a milestone for you, or I wanted to wish you luck with the new job. And when I reach out to these people, I don't use the generic content that LinkedIn provides. My statement is, Hey, LaTanya, happy anniversary. Congratulations on however many years it is, five, 10, 20. I wish you massive success in 2017 and I hope we have the chance to work together. It's short and it's sweet. The best part is all I have to do is copy it and paste it and I can go through 15, 20 people that have updates today and be done in five minutes. So that's the second one is always be cultivating. I love connecting. I think I think that connecting is very very important. And I uh, I know some people may see us looking down. And listen, I want to take some time to thank you guys who are are joining us live. Please feel free to to share, like, comment. It's not every day that I'm not going to ask Mike to tell you guys what he charges to sit down with people uh, and 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 do this. But I'll tell you, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> So this is a great opportunity for you guys to put your questions in the comments. Um, I'll make sure that Mike gets those questions while we have him here. LinkedIn is a very, very vital, vital, vital business social network. And learning just these ABCs are valuable enough. But I love the fact that he is talking about cultivating. That's what we all do here. And that's what we're doing now. We're looking at connecting. And so... I just wanted to take a, a moment, Mike, before you went to uh, to the third ABC and just really encourage our viewers uh, to connect directly with us. Put those ABCs into action, guys. Absolutely. Tell, tell me that you heard me on Latanya's show when you send me a connection request. Absolutely. Do it. <laughs> so the third is always be customizing. And that's another one that people tend to forget that when you send a message to someone, if you send them a connection request, you, you really want to let them know why. You know, hey, great meeting you at the event last night. Some people will say, well, they should remember me. Well, they probably don't. <laughs> so, so let them know the when and the where. Now, the other piece to that is LinkedIn does not like you connecting to people you don't already know. But there are times where you want to do that. And if you're going to do that, give that person a good reason. If you're going to send them a connection request, my first two recommendations are first, find that mutual connection. So I know somebody that you want to know, LaTanya, ask me to introduce you. That's first. Second, if you don't have a strong contact that can introduce you, look at that person's page and find out, do you share a LinkedIn group with them? Because if you share a group with them, then you can directly message them for free. You can do 15 of those every month on your LinkedIn account. And everything that I'm talking about today, this is all done on the free platform. You don't have to have a paid account to do any of the stuff that I'm talking about. So you want to make sure that you reach out to them through a mutual group. So if you don't have a mutual group, 
and you don't have a good contact to introduce you, how do you get in front of this person? There's a paid way to do it. On all LinkedIn paid accounts, you get what's called in-mail, which allows you to directly message somebody that you're not connected to. If you've used up your in-mails for the month and you still think it's valuable to connect with this person, then sending them a connection request is a roll of the dice. And here's what I mean by that. If you do that too many times and too many people say they don't know you, LinkedIn will restrict your account. So if you're going to do that, it better have purpose. It better be a really good reason delivering a ton of value to that person. Hey, LaTanya, I read about you in the local magazine. I saw that your company's about to take off with this new video platform. I have a couple ideas on how we can make that better. Do you have time to talk to me? Or are you open to talking to me? I was just doing that this weekend. I did a couple broadcasts on the local Fox affiliate here, Fox 45 in Baltimore. And I said, okay, I've got two segments now. I should start shopping this around to other television markets. So I took the name of the person that put me on Fox 45. I took her job title and I did a LinkedIn search for that. And I started reaching out to all of those people. And again, I did a copy and paste. I said, hi, my name's Mike. I recently did a segment on Fox 45 in Baltimore and would love to explore opportunities to be on one of your programs as well. And I got four hits within an hour. Wow. I, I love that. I, I love that. And, it, and it's so funny because I, you know, Mike, I call that the old, the old law school strategy. Now, one thing that, that we were taught, and of course, I'm not going to tell you guys how old I was or, or how old I was, or what year <laughs> I, I graduated law school. But I, I will say this. Um, I remember one of our mentors telling us, when you go to an event and you and there's someone that that you want to know, for example, and or or you just kind of meet them, shake and you shake their hand and you get their card. When you reach out to them, they're not going to know you from any of the other thousands of people that that were there. So what you do is exactly what you said. You reach out to them. You make sure that the subject says something like great to meet you at the, you know, I don't know, National Bar Association event. And you tell them how you met, who you were, quickly. Make sure you know, you give them enough information to make that connection and make a request. And it's like you said, you don't try to sell them something. You just say you're offering something. It's very important, guys, that when you are reaching out and you utilize these ABCs, offer value offer value what value let this person know what value you can add by being a part of their network because that's what you're asking you're asking to be a part of their network because you've reached out to them so every time that they're tagged in a post their network is going to see that even when people um even when people are not connected to you so it's very important again Guys, this is the Latanya Moore Morning Show. I'm here with Mike Sheila, our LinkedIn guru, one of my top-rated podcast uh, uh, podcast um, guests. So I'm really excited again to have Mike here. Continue to like, share, comment. Mike is taking questions, 
So we, we don't have a lot of time, but Mike is taking questions. So if you do have questions, put them in the comments and I'll make sure that we get them to Mike before, uh, before he has to leave us today. So just wanted to add those two cents, Mike, on um, the ABCs. And thank you so much for sharing. I know that in addition to that, though, you actually help people understand how to leverage LinkedIn to make sales. What are some of those tips that you could share with us? They really do tie into the ABCs. It's about consistent engagement more than anything else. So, for example, I had a client that I read about in the newspaper a few years ago and there was a big article about them and the CEO of the company was featured in the article and I looked her up on LinkedIn and sure enough, she's connected to a friend of mine, Wayne, and I've known Wayne for several years. And when I reached out to Wayne, first I didn't reach out to her. I reached out to Wayne. I said, you know, how well do you know Mary? And I said, I'm really interested in doing some business with her. There was a great article about her in the Baltimore Business Journal. And instead of introducing me to Mary, which is what I had asked for, he introduced me to his point of contact at that company. From that introduction to getting a contract took under 60 days. And at the time, it was the single largest contract I had sold in my professional career. And that's that's the essence of LinkedIn. Wayne did these things because we had known each other for a long time. I had done things to help Wayne in the past. And as a result of that, he got me in front of the right person. And I have dozens of stories like that where I had, <laughs> this is a good one. A month, about a year ago, I wanted to start doing work with a nonprofit here in Maryland that I had had done work for before. My point of contact left the company, so I had to start from scratch. So I looked up the CEO of the nonprofit, and I had 42 mutual connections with her. I reached out to all 42 of them and said, hi, would you mind introducing me to Lori? And what happened was about a dozen of them made the introduction. So a bunch of them ignored me, Bunch of them said they didn't know her that well, but a handful of them introduced me. And by the time the sixth one introduced me, Lori got back to me and said, Mike, here's the person you need to talk to. Here's the phone number. Here's the email. Please tell your friends to stop introducing us. <laughs> persistence. Yeah, but think about it. Was I really that persistent or was I just leveraging a network of people that I had? Because I didn't really have to do anything after I asked. And I, I, I get into the cold call argument with people all the time about, you know, what, what you're doing is really cold calling. No, what I'm doing is not cold calling. What I'm doing is I'm leveraging my relationships. And the big thing I spend most of my time on is the cultivating. I go out of my way to stay in touch with people and to contact people and to connect with people. And because I do that, I increase the likelihood that when I ask someone for a favor, that they're going to do it. So that, that's the key to sales prospecting on LinkedIn because it creates what you call borrowed trust. The main reason that people don't want to talk to a sales professional is they think that you're solely out to take their money, which 
fair assumption based on the Alec Baldwin conversation we had earlier. Mm -hmm. But when I reach out to a potential client and my friend Andrew says, Bob, I want you to meet Mike. He's a great guy. Because Bob trusts Andrew, he now trusts me. I've borrowed Andrew's trust and credibility with this person long enough to get in the door. And because I respect Andrew, I go out of my way to maintain that credibility and trust and to build it further with Bob. Key. I mean, all, all of the things that I'm, I'm listening intently and I'm, and I'm also uh, interacting with our, our live viewers, uh, the, all of the things that you have said is really so key. And, and not just the fact that it's, you know, a lot of people may hear this and say, oh, this is networking. This is how networking works. It's nothing new. However, what makes it more difficult is that in this digital age, less and less people are really into the warm body connection. They really feel like they should just be able to send an email and just hope that this person will respond. So I love those ABCs. I, I love the, the leverage relationships, leverage existing relationships. But the one thing that we, that we haven't touched on that I think is key before you can do that, and it's something that you mentioned, you already had a great relationship with the people that you asked or, or you had, let me say this, you had credibility with mm -hmm. the people that you asked to make this introduction and make these introductions. And so tell us a little bit about how that part, in, in the time that we have left, how that part really ties into, again, leveraging LinkedIn for success. Sure. I'm going to throw out another analogy that I've created. It's actually going to be the title of my first book, which is Bake the Cake. <laughs> and the idea is that a cake takes the proper ingredients. You have to have flour, you have to have sugar, you have to have eggs, you have to have butter. And every recipe has slight variations. But if you try to make a cake without sugar, it's not cake, it's bread, and it's pretty crappy bread. Now, if you have a sweet tooth, and instead of a cup of sugar, you decide you're going to put in two cups of sugar, that cake's probably going to be too rich for most people, and most people aren't going to enjoy it. You may not enjoy it. So these relationships are like baking a cake. You have to have the right ingredients, and then with that, the right temperature the right time. If the recipe for the cake says it's 350 degrees for 45 minutes, you cannot crank the oven up to 450 and cook it in 30 minutes because what you get is a burnt cake with a gooey center that nobody wants to eat. <laughs> if you try to turn the temperature down to 250 and let it cook for an hour and a half, you don't get cake, you get a brick. Those are all important elements. A lot of times when people are engaged in a business relationship, and however you want to frame a sales conversation, there is a certain amount of time. And what most salespeople will do to ruin a sales opportunity is they will ask for their cake too soon. Or 
they will not realize that they've already been offered the cake and they don't ask for the cake until several weeks later when they decided when the customer decided to give the cake to someone else. So it's about having the right ingredients and having the right temperature and time. You mentioned earlier being persistent. The main reason that salespeople often have to be told to be persistent is they didn't set the proper expectations. One of the reasons I hate the idea of closing a sale is it's very adversarial. You're, you're saying, I win, you lose. No, a, a true sale happens when you have listened to the customer's needs. You've identified the problems. So th these are the ingredients. You've identified the problems the customer has that you can fix. You have presented a solution to solve those problems. And you have addressed the customer's additional concerns as far as cost, as far as time, as far as the amount of effort they will have to put in to implement. And when you've gone through all of that, my favorite question is, so Mrs. Customer, on a scale of one to 10, one, you hate this solution and 10, you love it. How do you feel about what I've presented? And the answer is almost never 10. If it is, then you pull the paperwork out and they sign it. Anything other than 10, you say to the customer, thank you. What would you like to see me do to move you from seven or six or eight to 10 to make this an easy decision for you? Because you have, the, the onus there is obviously I haven't made this a 10 experience for you yet. So I need to work on that. So please tell me what you want that would make this a 10 experience for you and make it easy for you to become my customer. And uh, again, I, I think that what you just said is really important because a lot of times people go in and they're just interested in closing the deal. They're not interested in any level of relationship building because again, I think that if you, if you really listen to your customer, you, you will sort of know where, how you need to navigate this attempt to build a relationship. So I, I love it. I, I love it, love it, love it. I wish, wish, wish that we actually had more time. But since we are, are, are coming to a, a close, I know we're going to have you back. If, if not before, certainly when you get your book ready. So reach out <laughs> to me, let me know, put me on the list. We'll love, love, love um, to have you come back and talk about your book. But give us the, the last bit of advice. What is something that you want our viewers to take away from our time this morning? I think the most important thing that people need to realize is that every experience that you have in life, before it gets the opportunity to be processed by your logical brain, goes through your emotional content filter. Everything that you have experienced in life from the moment you were born to right now has created this emotional filter that causes you to preconceive and judge an experience. And if you can be aware of that, and you can say, okay, I know in the past this has happened to me, but I'm not gonna let that experience detract me from getting the actual information being processed to me now 
so that I can process it objectively and do the best that I can. Great, great advice, great advice. Thank you so much, Mike. Before I let you go, because I know you are a very, very busy man, tell our viewers how they can uh, continue to follow you and if they want to connect with you and, and talk with you more about leveraging their LinkedIn. Sure. I like to tell people that I'm very Googleable. Once you know how to spell my last name, S-H-E-L-A-H, I'm easy to find. Naturally, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Just mention that you heard me on Latanya's show. You can also follow me on Twitter at Mike Sheila. You can follow me on Instagram at Mike Sheila. You can certainly go to my website, which is MikeSheila.com. For everybody listening to the show, if you go to my website, you can sign up for a free three-page profile review of your LinkedIn profile, where I will go through your profile and I'll make recommendations to make it the best possible profile that it can be. And of course, I have a Facebook page, which is Mike Sheila Consulting. You can certainly follow me there as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike, for being here, for, for being a part of this new venture, the Latanya Moore Morning Show. Always a pleasure to have you. Um, viewers, tomorrow we're actually going to be talking about three of the top 10 things that you need to do before even starting your business plan. So again, you know, we, uh, we, we always start talk about family, talk about business uh, and, and life. And so again, special thanks to Mike Sheila. I know that this is also going to be one of our top rated, uh, top rated videos. Always a pleasure uh, having you, Mike. Um, thank you. Thank you, you so it. much. Okay, guys. Well, we will see you back here. Some, I will see you back here. Uh, tomorrow at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. For those of you that are watching on the replay, I really appreciate uh, you guys being here. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out. Leave your comments. Leave your questions. I will make sure to send them to Mike. You guys can also go to his website, and you can check him out there. So, again, thank you so much for being a part of the Latanya Moore Morning Show. Okay. Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, August 3rd from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com. The end. Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org slash read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.